So in this little prayer book I have in the morning, um, they always give you some holy person to read per day. Um, and the book is called, um, what is it? No, not Magnificat. Uh, this, day. this Day. Thank you. And it had somebody I'd never heard of, which I'm always kind of surprised. But it was this bishop um, who actually was in World War I, then after that was sent to Vietnam as a missionary. And he goes um, to work with the Vietnamese. Um, and he goes into this hill country, but they have all these lepers. And he starts this leper colony called City of Joy, uh, which I just amazed at. But so he starts this leper colony, and then he gets named as a bishop, uh, which is not what he wanted, which proves he's normal. Um, and but then uh, from working with the lepers, he gets leprosy. So then he um, actually gets returned to the city of joy where he dies. And great, that's what he wanted to do was work with the lepers. But he had this quote, and this quote was so good, I had to write it down, so it's going to be my kind of prayer for the day. So, um, anyhow, his name was, and I can't pronounce his name, Jean Casson. He's French, so, you know, they have too many vowels. Um, is it Casanier or something like that? Is it? I don't know. So, he wrote this. This is his quote. The good Lord loves me because he has chosen for me the best prayer, which is suffering, the one he reserves for his friends. I just love that. The best prayer is suffering. And I remember thinking, well, I want the second best prayer then. Um, <laughs> joking, but like I actually I have to admit, I really love that, that wow. And if you look at his life, his suffering, it didn't embitter him. Suffering plus prayer actually makes him reach out um, and with great compassion to those who are rejected. Um, creates a city of joy. And I love his theology that, wow, uh, suffering is a doorway into the city of joy. And the real city of joy is not a leper colony. It's heaven. And so why shouldn't our prayer change our hearts from instead of being bitter into this force of compassion? And I mention that because the gospel is really what is the purpose of religion? Not just the purpose of the Sabbath. But what's the purpose of the religion? Is religion so that we gather together so we can prove we're so much better than those people? Or does religion make us this cure for part of the world? Does religion make us so compassionate to those who are suffering that we reach out to them? Religion is supposed to be, bring freedom and healing to the world. That's what this Bishop Jean did. Um, and the contrast is the Pharisee, where the Pharisee, the Pharisee is always their practice of religion. It makes them better than other people. And that's the sin of being indifferent. And you know, the, the opposite of love is not hate. The opposite of love, I hope you know, is indifference, where if you could see somebody suffering and it doesn't move you, then you are a Pharisee. So in today's gospel, it's the, this is my favorite meal, but meal number six in the gospel of Luke. Remember, the gospel of Luke is 10 meals with Jesus. This is meal number six. This is really a great one. Um, and every meal, like I know I use this too much, but 
Jesus loves gathering people together. He's Italian. Um, except at this meal, um, a man with dropsy shows up. Dropsy, I think in English we call that uh, edemia, when you have too much fluid. Isn't that called edemia? Okay. So he has edemia. And he comes in. Now here's the really strange part. Here's this man who has edemia. And if you, the Greek, what it says is, mentions the Pharisees and the scribes, uh, has this guy come in, and it says, Jesus in response to them. Why does it say, so the, the, the suffering man, he comes in, and the response to them, why does it say that? Because they're setting Jesus up. Do you get it? They have this guy come in so they can complain that Jesus healed on the Sabbath. And in case you didn't know, most of Jesus' healings in the Gospel of Luke, it happens on the Sabbath. Why? Because religion is supposed to be this force of healing and freedom in the world. So they're setting this thing up just so that they can complain about Jesus. That uh, you know, how dare you do work? And Jesus, once again, calls them hypocrites, you actors. I mean, you, you, you treat your animals better than this man who's suffering. And is Sabbath is supposed to bring freedom or not? You, you'll treat your animals better. And I do love that. Well, to sit at the table of Jesus, which we're doing right now, means you're making this obligation that you, will, you cannot be indifferent to the suffering of the world. You'll be like Christ and reach out in love for other people. Um, if you're indifferent, you're a Pharisee. If you sit at the table of Christ, then yeah, you'll be like the bishop Gene, uh, and you'll suffer, <laughs> but it's the doorway to the city of joy. I, I just love that. And so as we gather together, sitting at the table of Christ, the altar, we're going to receive Christ in the Eucharist, let us pray that our religion becomes true religion. Not that we become better than other people, that we become compassionate, this force of freedom and love and healing in the world. If you just want to came here because you want to pretend like you're better than other people, yeah, you're a Pharisee. The greatest sin is indifference. So as we receive communion, let us love like Christ.